Welcome back to the Mamisha. This is your host, Rohit. Today we have Wade, the GTM strategist and the marketing specialist. Thank you, Wade, for getting into the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be on. We will be talking about like the best GTM strategy to launch your best product into the market, the best way possible, and talking about a bunch of your expertise into the same and how you get into marketing and how everything is going in marketing and so on. So would you just like to go a quick intro of yourself, how you got started and how is everything going? Sounds good. Well, first of all, I'm uh, I'm Wade Thomas. I'm the founder of aim to win which is a, a business coaching organization. And I really provide business coaching and workshops for growing and profitable businesses that want to take their business to a new level, but want to do it without a whole lot of stress. So, because I found that, uh, you know, in my own history, that business growth really creates a lot of stress and out of control feeling. And, you know, I work to help people put a lot of structure into what they do and, and, and approach the market in a way that's very sane and rational. Um, you know, I spent a couple of decades working for uh, in the corporate world and uh, was a corporate executive for many, many years and uh, left about seven years ago to start my own practice because I really enjoy working with uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and helping them be all they can be and really reach their potential. And so I dedicated myself to that over the last uh, seven years and counting. Amazing. And how you get into marketing, like being known as a marketing specialist, you know? So what I did is, you know, I, I started off um, working with small businesses mm-hmm. and, you know, it's uh, one thing I noticed is a lot of times they're really good at designing the product or developing their service. They were good at what they do. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't really figure out how to get people to pay them for it. Yeah. And, um, and I have a background in, um, in the corporate world, um, helping businesses, helping business units um, grow got a lot of sales and marketing in my background. And so I, I started doing a lot of focus in that space. So you know the best, like best thing into knowing the customer. What do you understand? Like, what would you like to speak about something known as KYC or know your customer specifically? Yeah, you know, it, it's really interesting because, you know, growing up, you know, in a corporate world and in the small businesses, a lot of knowing your customer was all about market research and data and numbers. And those things are good, but they only tell part of the story. So I'm a big believer in, um, in empathy and really walking in your customer's shoes and understanding what they're all about. So if you're really going to know your customer as an entrepreneur, you really got to understand their pain points. And when I say pain points, it's what's causing them discomfort. And that can be logical um, or it could be emotional. And so logical pain might be something like, you know, I have lower sales, lower profits than I want. You know, I'm not sleeping at night. Um, I've got too much on my plate. Yeah. You know, things like that are, are, are very logical. But you really, to know your customer, you want to get down to an emotional level as well. And that's something like, gosh, I feel overwhelmed. I feel afraid. I'm tired all the time. I feel insecure. I don't know if I can do this. And it's really important that you understand your customer on both a logical and an emotional level. Put yourself in their shoes. And and putting the putting ourselves into the customer's shoes is the best way to know the customer. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, get get out there, talk to people. Don't just look at data. Yeah. And what you would like to speak about the product and service strategy? So, you know, product and service strategy really starts with figuring out 
who your market is, who are you going after? Who's your, who's your target? And you really a good target market or target audience. It should be a group that's easy to reach. You can find them. Um, it should be a group that has a problem or pain that you you're able to solve. And it's, it's also gotta be a group that sees value in the solution. So they could have a, they could have a pain point that, uh, it's bothering them. You can solve it, but really, eh, they don't really want to pay money for it. So it's got to really hit all three of those things. You know, easy to reach, having a problem that you can solve, and the solution having value to them. Um, those target markets, they can be geographic. Um, they could be industry focused. They could be you know, demographic, certain age groups. They could be psychographic, like having similar values, similar hobbies, things like that. But they, all, they have to hit those three categories. And, and then once you identify the target market, that's where you really get into the know your customer, the KYC, as you said, mm -hmm. and really walking in their shoes. That's kind of the second phase of it. And then, you know, the third piece of it is solutions. You know, you really need to design, implement, and have a solution that is complete and it solves their problem. You know, and that's, that's really a big failure point that I see with entrepreneurs is they have incomplete solutions. And what I mean by that is a complete solution, it needs to, it's gotta be the right product, it's gotta be the right service, but it's also gotta be support. It's gotta yeah. be training, it's gotta be the right price, it's gotta be packaged right. You have to have you know, the right delivery, you have to have accessories, you know, all those kind of things, because you wanna be able to go in with a complete solution. Otherwise, your buyer is gonna say, what do I do with this? Gosh, I wish you could, I wish I had this and that, and then they'll go elsewhere to somebody else that has this or that. Um, so that's kind of uh, how I look at product and service strategy. Good. Now, what do you would like to speak about, speak about like how messaging works in marketing, you know? You know, it all, it all really starts with knowing your customer and figuring out what those pain points are. You know, that's where it starts. You know what they're feeling, what they're thinking. And then it's very a matter of, getting the right messaging. Now, messaging really needs to be outcome focused. So a lot of times I'll see entrepreneurs, they just talk about what they do, you know, what their product is, what the services are, what the technical specifications are, all those kind of things. Really your messaging needs to be from the buyer's eyes. So what problem is it solving? I can care less how my cell phone is made. Yeah. You know, I just want to know that I can talk to people that it's got you know, it's fast. I can do video, all those kind of things. So you want to be very outcome focused in your messaging. What is it doing for the customer? And then talk about what it's doing for the customer, both logically and emotionally, like we talked about earlier, especially mm -hmm. emotionally. People often buy on emotions. Yeah. And so you really want to tap into that. You know, it's it's not as much that I want a phone that's 5G and uh, is fast and can show video. I want a phone because it lets me stay in touch with my fiance half a world away. You know, it's, it's that emotion that I have that causes me to buy the better phone. And so you really want to tap into that. Um, and you also want to know why your solution is better than others. So in your messaging, talk about why, you know, what is your competitive advantage? You know, the iPhone I have is better because it has more resolution on the phone. I can see the video better. It allows me to see my fiance, you know, much better, right? And, and so it's that emotion that gets me to move. Like, and finally, you have to be able to prove it. You know, make yeah. sure that you have proof that backs up your claim. Yeah. Don't make apps, empty claims. That's good. And according to you, like how to consider a GTM strategy for the successful product launch? 
You know, it's um, all those things that we talked about. You want to have those lined up. So you want to know your customer. You want to have your messaging dialed in. <clears throat> you want to have your product and service strategy in place. And, and then you really want to take that. And then you want to step into your marketing strategy. Start there. How are people going to find out about what you're offering as an entrepreneur? You know, you have this target audience. Where do they hang out? How do you reach them? You know, are, are they at a, you know, are they at a shopping mall? Are they on a Facebook? Are they on Instagrams? Are they on TikTok? You know, because not everybody's on different things. So know exactly where they are, where they hang out and design a strategy around that. That's kind of a strategy for you reaching them and talking to them. But something else that we often forget about is a listening strategy. How are we going to get feedback from our target market? How are we going to know whether our product's being received other than people are buying or they're not? <clears throat> because you want to know differently. If people aren't buying, you want to know why. So you want to be able to know how you can listen, how you can find out why people aren't buying, but also why people are buying. You know, either way, because then you can tweak your product, your product offering and your service strategy. Um, and after that, you want to have a delivery strategy. You know, you got to get your product. You know, if it's a physical product, you've got to get it in your hands. So you need to have the distribution lined up. Right. How are you going to handle that? Um, if it's a service, well, how are you going to handle that? You know, if you're consulting, for instance, are you going to do it over video? Are you going to fly and go see them? Are you going to drive and go see them? Under understand that. And the thing I would also suggest to people is to kind of wrap this all around a story. Be able to tell a story because that's what people throughout history, people remember stories. That's how our culture is based on. And so be able to tell a story on all these things that talks about who you are, that talks about what your product delivers, you know, what the outcomes are emotionally and logically, you know, how it's going to be going forward and be able to paint a picture and a story that the customer can actually, you know, kind of wrap their arms around. And now you yourself a leader. So you've been into business from last seven years now. How is this, how is specifically your experience? Was that good? How roller coaster is your life at this time? <laughs> or when you started out, how was that? What the working hours you were working? How was your schedule looks like? What challenges you faced? Anything thoughts on the same? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So one of the things I tell people is I'm not a business coach because I, I'm perfect. I'm a business coach because you learn by failure yeah. and I failed more than most of you. And, uh, you know, so, you know, I started out in business. I tried a lot of different things, yeah. you know, and that was kind of, you know, it was a lot of experimentation. Mm -hmm. um, I tried a lot of different marketing approaches. Um, some worked, many did not. And I just learned from it. Um, you know, it hasn't been a roller coaster kind of, you know, I mean, I started off really well, actually. Um, you know, I was in six figures in my first year, uh, multiple six figures in my first year. Um, did, did, um, I found out as a business coach that, uh, when you spend all your time coaching, you're not marketing and selling. And so, you know, my second year, you know, I didn't have as much business because I hadn't been putting as much time into selling and marketing third year <laughs> came back up again, then COVID hit. And, you know, so that's another, yeah. uh, you know, roller coaster event, right? And, and pivots. And so, mm -hmm. one of the things that really dictates how I run my business is my ability to be flexible, mm -hmm. to pivot, to move, because, you know, there, there can be no strategic plan in this world. You know, strategic planning in this world is being ready to take whatever comes at us because things change every day. Um, you know, as far as uh, how my work life is, you know, I have, I have an interesting work life. You know, I might work 50, 60 hours a week. But I also took uh, over 10 weeks of vacation last year. 
And um, so it's really, uh, for me, it's all about the balance. Yeah. You know, I like to say I love what I do, um, but the reality is I love probably 70% of what I do. Hmm. I love the business stuff. I love the coaching stuff. I don't like accounting. I don't like legal stuff. I don't like, uh, you know, fixing, fixing my microphone before a podcast, you know, all those kind of things, right? Um, but it's really, uh, you know, I find it to be a very good uh, work life for me, especially coming out of the corporate world. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's it, I do work a lot, but I choose when, and I choose how, and I choose where. Any best advice do you have for anyone <clears throat> getting into business though, or launching a product? Yeah, you know what? Make sure it's something you like, because you're going to be living it. Um, you know, don't go into uh, something that you don't like because that, that's that's going to be your life for a while. Yeah, uh, that's one piece of advice. Another piece is don't be afraid to fail. You know, be experimental. Um, epic things don't happen within your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, get out there, push yourself. Um, and, and, you know, fine. Oh, go ahead. Fail fast. That's it. Fail fast. Yeah. That's right. Fail fast. You know, that, that that is true, too. That's another piece of advice is don't hold on. If, if something isn't working, let it go. Yeah. Let it go and move on to the next thing. And don't be afraid of that. The other thing, too, is surround yourself with people that you trust, with people that can advise you and uh, bounce ideas around. It's lonely when you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, you no longer have that boss to bounce things around with. And it's good not to have a boss. And, you know, sometimes it can be bad not to have a boss. <laughs> but surround yourself with, uh, yeah. with advisors and people that you trust that you can bounce things around with. Well, thanks for being into the show and sharing these insights. I guess it's the best advice people must have got, the listeners have got, launching a product and getting into the market. Cool. Well, Dave, thanks for being on the show. Yep. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me.